Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. G'day and welcome to the third edition of the Supercoach 365 team-by-team preview podcast. We're coming to you a little bit differently today, uh, riding solo. We uh, don't have Tommy on board this morning, but uh, we're pushing on without the little fella, and hopefully we can have him back in the chair sometime very, very soon. My name is Ryan Selvage. Uh, plenty of news around this week in terms of NRL transfers and rumours and whispers. Who's ending up where? Where's Cameron Smith going to play on in 2021? Is he going to play on in 2021? That's the big question that we're still yet to find out as we head into February, and Gee, I didn't think I'd ever say this, but um, I've never been more excited to find out where a bloke is going to put his name on a piece of paper because, geez, it's going to have so many implications for the rest of the competition, uh, not least, well, so we're led to believe anyway, the Gold Coast Titans, who we previewed in our second episode of our preview pods, and uh, we said if they can sign arguably the greatest player of all time, I think he's the greatest player of all time without question, but some will want to have that debate with me another time. But if they can add Cameron Smith to that roster, far out, man. They're going to push on um, at least a top six spot. And uh, I don't say that lightly because there are so many good teams in this competition that uh, will be vying for those places in the lower part of the top eight and the Titans. They are on the cusp of a finals appearance last year, but adding the GOAT... Uh, the most decorated player that we've ever seen in the game. Gee, I can imagine big things coming the Titans' way in 2021. Uh, plenty of other news around this week, as we said at the top there. Cameron McInnes has uh, signed a long-term deal with uh, the Dragons' rivals, the Cronulla Sharks, and uh, some whispers floating around that he will join the Sharks a year early if uh, the Dragons can receive some suitable compensation in the form of a like-for-like player or maybe a player transfer fee. So we'll sit back and watch on that one with keen eyes as well because that'll have uh, some flow-on effects. For one of Supercoach's most expensive players, Cameron McInnes, around the $670,000 mark, dual position, very popular player, and he will 
uh, featuring a lot of sides this year. We've uh, actually put up a post on our Instagram this morning in terms of hookers and their eligibility and uh, the, the most owner hookers in the game as of the 7th of February as we record this this morning. McKinnis sitting there around 21%. So interesting to keep an eye on uh, if that number goes up or down, if he is to get that early release to the Sharks. Uh, other news this morning, which is, um, it's been in the works for some time now. Well, on the surface, it might not seem such a big a deal, but if we drill down a little bit further, massive super coach implications. Of course, I'm speaking of Paul Momorowski and Dane Laurie's swap deal. Momorowski will head to the Panthers. Laurie joins the Tigers a year early. He'd already signed on to uh, join the Tigers for 2022, but they're pushing for some creativity at the back, and Laurie will add that, and he's a rising star and we saw what he could do uh, in the latter stages of last season uh, and someone who's watched a little bit of junior reps footy over the last couple of years he is a talent to watch so uh, big pick up by the Tigers equally a good pick up there by the uh, the Panthers as well as they look to shore up uh, their right center role and you think Momorowski will come in there uh, Matt Burton was floated to start the year in the centers but I don't think that will be the case following Momorowski's arrival to the club now, both of these players are pretty fairly priced in terms of Supercoach Classic. Pomorowski around the $380,000 mark, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, Dane Laurie is around the $220,000 mark. So you can expect both of those players to feature much more prominently in teams than what they currently do so. Uh, as I said this morning, uh, just had a look at their ownership percentages. Momorowski 1%. And Dane Laurie, 4%. So we can expect those numbers to skyrocket over the coming days and weeks. Elsewhere, Payne Haas has had a, a week to forget. He's appeared in court and he's likely to miss the first couple of rounds at least. We're still waiting on a decision from the NRL Integrity Unit and the Brisbane Broncos to become public. But when that does happen, uh, we are expecting Payne Haas to miss at least a couple of weeks footy to start the new year. But turning our attentions back to on-field matters now, a big week coming up and uh, a sign that the season's getting that little bit closer is uh, we've got the NRL trials getting underway this week. And funnily enough, we spoke of McInnes there at the start. It is the old rivals, uh, his current team and his future team to clash on Friday night. It is the Sharks and the Dragons we are speaking of. Uh, they'll meet at PointsBet Stadium. So funny, uh, the Sharks return to their traditional home ground. It's been under renovations for some time now. Uh, both sides have been playing out of Cogra last season. So uh, the Sharks back to familiar territory down there in Cronulla. 5.30pm, they'll take on the Dragons this Friday night. You can probably catch it on NRL.com. Pretty sure there's live streaming the game, so a good chance for Supercoach players to watch on and take some notes from afar as to how their players have been performing. It's a big year for the Sharks, and perhaps none bigger than for Matty Moylan, who heads into the new season. He's playing for a contract. He's off contract at the end of 2021. Doesn't have a home. He's been on big money down there at the Sharks, and... Uh, he'll be the first to put his hand up and admit that he probably hasn't fulfilled the bill that he's justified over the last couple of years. He is a popular pick, though, among super coaches to start the new year. 32% of all teams have included Matt Moylan either at uh, that 5 8 or that fullback slot, wherever you want to fit him into your team. He's almost a must-have at that price. Uh, we've got him down in our previews. Of course, you can read all of our previews at supercoach365.com.au. As a must-have player, Matt Moylan, dual position eligible, $253,000 or thereabouts. He's just, he just you've got to have him at the price, and I think that's the way that uh, super coaches have looked at it to start the season. He's probably not a viable option to keep in your side for the entire season, and of course, Sean Johnson is set to come back at some time. But that said, definitely some scope to add uh, plenty of money or, or to build a little bit of a bank off the back of Matt Moylan, hopefully having some success to start the new year. 
Another player set to prosper in Sean Johnson's absence. From a supercoach perspective, at least, is uh, his regular halves partner, Chad Townsend. $353,000 is Chaddy, and I think he's going to assume the goal-kicking roles in Johnson's absence. He just has to be the main man in this team, and uh, I think he proved that before Johnson arrived at the club back in 2018. It was actually Townsend and Moylan which guided the Sharks through to a preliminary final. Now, they didn't win the match, but... I guess the form that those two showed together working alongside each other in combination throughout that season would give the Sharks fans and Supercoach players some confidence heading into the new season if you are playing with these two in your lineup because they have proven it before each at different times throughout their career. But Chad Townsend just has to be chatty for mine and for the Sharks, I think, this season. Uh, Think back to 2018 before Johnson arrived at the club that year. He assisted in 14 of the Sharks' 87 tries and kicked goals at around 75%. So not too bad. Pretty good output from the number seven, really. Uh, 30 years old this year. He begins the season at a cut price and he takes over the kicking duties. So uh, plenty, plenty, plenty of money-making abilities there for Chad Townsend. Again, if he can control his team and put his fingerprints all over what the Sharks will have to do good in 2021. Looking down the roster and uh, thinking from more of a Supercoach draft perspective, there's one player who we wrote in our preview, and I guess it's a bit of a wait and see depending on that team list fat uh, round one and the way that Johnny Morris is thinking of rotating his middle forwards. With Speaking of Toby Rudolph, uh, second row, front row forward option, $431,000. Now, might not be a name that springs to mind when you think of uh, Sharks front rowers or Sharks forwards that uh, can churn out big Supercoach points, but... He was handed the starting role on six occasions last season and put together scores of 40, 51, 46, 63, 66, and 52. Now, that was uh, totaling 318 points at 53 points per game. But I guess the most impressive thing was that the points per minute were about 1.35. Now, of course, that's not going to be the case in terms of that high production levels if he is to start. You wouldn't imagine so anyway. But if he can get more minutes, and looking here, he averaged just 49 uh, sorry, 46 minutes per game last year. So he can bump that up even by, I don't know, say eight to nine minutes, get 55 minutes under his belt every single game, point per minute or even 1.2 points per minute. Suddenly you're looking at 60-plus average for Toby Rudolph. So definitely one that we want to keep an eye on ahead of their round one clash with the Dragons, of course. Uh, looking elsewhere in their roster, plenty of young talent. The outside backs, I think they can come on in leaps and bounds this year. Always handy players by their own uh, means in draft competitions. I'm speaking of Sione Katoa, Ronaldo Molotalo, Jesse Ramian. We're hoping for a little bit more from Jesse this season. I think he showed plenty of promise back in 18 uh, when they did make the preliminary finals. Haven't seen Jesse's best since then. Back at the Sharks via a trip to Newcastle and hopefully for his sake he can find his best form uh, for the Sharks in 2021. Uh, Aiden Tolman arrives at the club. So too Luke Metcalf for Sharks Jr. who returns to the Shire after a season at Manly. He can push. Now, he's a halves player. Well, he came through the junior reps playing halves, but I think he transitioned into a fullback at Manly. I don't know. It's definitely one to keep an eye on, particularly if uh, Kennedy goes down or Dugan goes down or if there's space to work Metcalf into this 17. I know they'd be keen to the Sharks because he is a big, big talent with a very bright future. The Sharks, they haven't missed the finals since, geez, way back in their wooden spoon year, I don't think it was. Since 2014, they haven't missed playing top eight footy. It's going to be a tough slog for the Sharks this season, I think. They'll be there or thereabouts, but they have to get off to a winning start, and they have to do it without their best player in Sean Johnson. So players that have to stand up 
looking again at this roster, it's so young and so much raw talent here. We're speaking of uh, you know players like Blake Braley, who's another year older and wiser. So too, Britton Nakora, Braden Hamlin, Ueli, and arguably a smoky here for a classic pickup. See a Sifa Talakai, the dual position eligible. You'd think he'd start the year in the back row or at least play back row minutes uh, off the bench. So... One to keep an eye on there, CSC for Talakai, but the Sharks, they have a pretty fair first month in terms of fixtures in the draw, uh, up against the Dragons, away from home, uh, funnily enough at Cogra though, so that's kind of a home game uh, either way you look at it. Uh, the Raiders at Cogra again, then they go to Bankwest Stadium to take on the Eels before back at Cogra to take on the Cowboys, so if they can win 50% or even three or four of those games, you consider that a success for the Sharks to start the new season. Like the Sharks, the Newcastle Knights will have to get their 2021 campaign underway without arguably their best player as well. Of course, we're speaking, uh, well, at least from a super coach perspective, that is, Kalen Ponga. He's priced at $708,000. He averaged close to 80 points per game in 2020 and three times posted scores of more than 150. So, geez, despite his early season absence, you'd have to think that Kalen Ponga will still be uh, snapped up pretty early on in draft competitions for Supercoach players uh, this season. It's a pretty good roster, I think. I'm a fan of the Knights. I know that Tommy isn't, and uh, I think that they've just been a side which has underperformed in, in recent years. I guess Adam O'Brien, he got to the club, and he he tried to stamp his style on, on the team, and he'd come from a, a system or systems that were defensively uh, based, of course. I'm speaking of the Roosters and the Melbourne Storm before that. You look at this lineup, though, and you'd have to think that they're, you know, particularly Ponga and Pierce, players like Bradman Best, their strike weapons, Kurt Mann, Jaden Braley back in the number nine this year. They are attacking mindsetted players, generally speaking, at least across the, of, of those that we've mentioned there. I think that they have to cast the shackles off the, this year. I think they just have to say, boys, go out and play some footy because they didn't adapt uh, when the NRL rule changes came into place after the COVID break, the six again rule. So... Hopefully for the Knights fans, at least, that they can, um, I guess, garner some interest and, and put together some better performances, some more consistent performances, and some more attacking performances as well uh, throughout the 2021 NRL season. Kurt Mann, he made a name for himself uh, in, with Supercoach players last season. A career-best year for him, really. He showed glimpses uh, in his time at um, at the Dragons. He was kind of a Mr. Fix-It type role, and before that he was at the Melbourne Storm, and He's just kind of never really found a home, and he might be again on the outer at the Knights once Blake Green comes back from injury. In terms of a super coach perspective, I know that he'd done a job last year for classic coaches and, and draft coaches as well who, who managed to get him into the side. He loses that center wing dual position eligibility this year, so that's already one big uh, red cross uh, next to his name. Starts the year at a massive price. Uh, $570,000. Sorry, we'll just jump back there. He doesn't lose the dual position. He's, he's still 5'8 hooker, but the, I guess the bonus of Kurt Mann last year was that he could play in the center wing slot and was averaging scores uh, far and away better than what uh, the average center wing uh, could return um, you know, consistently week in, week out. Uh, in, you know, Scrolling through here, uh, of course, I'm scrolling through the previews that we've got up at supercoach365.com.au. Check them out. Plenty there. An in-depth look at every single team uh, ahead of the new season, must-have players, people to keep an eye on, uh, players worth a second thought, etc., etc. Looking at the Knights, David Clemmer, he's priced quite highly, David Clemmer, $592,000. And from all the teams that I've seen uh, you know, floating around, 
I haven't seen a lot of David Klemmer inclusions, and I'm going to say that's because of the price, and it's hard to justify it, but uh, he averages 67 points per game at 1.8, sorry, 1.18 points per minute. So his base numbers are, are incredibly high, 60 points per game. He added that offload to his game last year, uh, contributed a career-high 45 offloads last season, and that was up from 23 in 2019. Clemens joined at the club this year by his former Origin teammate Tyson Frizzell. He had a career-best year last year at the Dragons. His minutes rose from 57 uh, minutes per game in 2019 to 80 in 2020. So a massive jump there. Again, look, at that price, it's probably hard to justify Frizzell. $556,000. You could probably shift another player either way and either bring in a cheapie like a Jordan Ricky. Or, you know, one of those premier options in terms of uh, McInnes or Madison, Jason Tamalolo, one of these guys that you just have to have in your team. If you can have all of those guys in your team, I'd suggest doing that. Frizzell, at that price, I can't be having him to start the new year. 52 points per game in base. It's quite significantly down on those other names that I've mentioned there in the premier price bracket. Now, he's not quite in that bracket, but again, I'm saying if you've if you're playing around you know, upwards of $500,000 for a back rower, you may as well splash the cash and get one of the better options. Tex Hoy, another one here we've mentioned in our must-have. And, you know, this is purely kind of a cash grab um, exercise, we think, with Tex Hoy. Dual position eligible. It's going to be hard to sneak him in maybe at the 5'8 slot or even at the fullback slot. But if you can find a space for him, $240,000, he will begin the year in Ponga's number one jersey. And you look at their matchups to start the new year. It is a mouthwatering first six weeks. And I could imagine the scores that Kalen Ponga could have put up against this, um, I guess, these oppositions. Let's, let's go through them here in the first six weeks. Round one, the Knights will take on the Bulldogs in Newcastle. Round two, they're away uh, to the Warriors, but uh, just a short trip to Gosford for that clash. Then they've got the Tigers in Newcastle, the Dragons in Newcastle, the Titans away, not an easy clash, but again, plenty of hype around the Titans without having seen the end product yet. And the Sharks at Cogra. So the Sharks weren't at their defensive best last season. So six weeks there where you think that Tex Hoy would be able to score a couple of tries at least, maybe lay on a try as well. He is an exciting talent. So Tex Hoy at that price, uh, at that price range, we're not going to discount or discredit anyone that wants to include him in their side for round one. Now, we spoke of those teams and people have been sending in us, uh, sending us their teams via Instagram, uh, direct message and wanting our thoughts and our opinions on that. So really loving that, really loving the interaction there and happy to pass on any knowledge or any tips that we can do in the process. Jaden Braley, worth a second thought. Now, $356,000. Interesting to see that the way that the Knights use Braley, Mann and Connor Watson in that rotating number nine role. But, I mean, Braley, generally speaking, is one of the fitter players at the club, and he has been in his time at, uh, at previous clubs. Of course, Cronulla, he was, um, I know, he was just constantly impressing the coaches with his just stamina, and his VO2 output was just unbelievable. So, Jaden Braley, $356,000. If you can sneak him in at that backup hooker uh, slot behind a premier option in Grant or Cook or McInnes, Cameron Smith even, Coruscant, whatever way you're thinking in that run on number nine. If you can get Braley in there, now I have suggested that you do so because he's going to play minutes. I know that um, Connor Watson has, again, been a popular choice with super coaches and uh, they've been encouraged by the news that he's going to play in the middle third at, at number 13 or at least uh, spend some time at lock, uh, even if he does come off the bench. So personally, I like Braley. I think he's a more up-and-down player, more safe. You know what you're going to get. And he's starting the year at that price around $356,000. 
That's only going to go up for mine with Braley. I can't see it going down too much. Pretty consistent scorer. Uh, probably going to get around 50 points per game. So pretty handy option to have there in the backup hooker role. You're not going to lose money on Braley to start the season anyway. So if you can sneak him in and you can find a way for him to get him in your lineup, I think uh, you know after four or six weeks, if he's done his job, then you can probably upgrade to someone else. All in all, I really like this Knights lineup. I think they can go a long way uh, in this season. You know, pending injuries, of course, and if they can win some games without Ponga to start the year, then, geez, they're going to be really hard to catch at the end of the year in terms of making that top eight or even pushing for a top four spot. It's going to be hard, though, without Ponga in those uh, opening few weeks. As we say, he is just so influential and such a big part of their attack. So Mitchell Pearce will have to burden some of that load. Um, so too Tex Hoy, the young fella, as we say. We've given him a big rap, but now's the time to go out and deliver it. The Knights, I've got them finishing on the cusp of the top four. I think they were pretty disappointing last year, but another year under Adam O'Brien, if they can adjust their game to suit the new rule changes that did come in midway through last season, I can really see the Knights going a long way in season 2021. Will we hear glory, glory to South Sydney come grand final day in 2021? Many people are tipping South Sydney to at least feature in the grand final, whether or not they win the competition and add to their uh, extensive list of premierships remains to be seen, but there is a sense of timing and a little bit of destiny. You think about uh, South Sydney Rabbitohs. Geez, didn't they come home with a wet sail last year? I think they averaged something like 30 points per game to finish off the 2020 uh, season. They'll welcome back Latrell Mitchell amongst all of that. They do lose Corey Allen, who I thought was pretty impressive um, at the back end of last year. But Latrell, geez, it's a handy addition to our lineup, which is already very, very strong. $524,000, Latrell Mitchell starts the new season in terms of a Supercoach Classic price. Geez, he's an interesting one to follow, isn't he, Latrell? Can he get his mind right? Can he get his body right? If he can, the sky's the limit for him. I think he's just shown that at different times throughout his career already, just what a talent he is. I don't have him in that must-have player bracket like I do have Cody Walker. $656,000 is Cody Walker. But if you can find a way to sneak him in your team alongside Nathan Cleary, who I think is an absolute must-have. If you don't have Cleary to start the year, you're not playing the game right. Cody Walker, $656,000. It is very expensive. You're probably going to have to drop off a second premier fullback or even downgrade your number nine from one of those top options to the types of a, a Braley or a Wade Egan or one of those um, you know lesser options for want of a better term. In terms of Cody Walker, though, he was one of just two five-eights to average more than 70 points per game last year. Uh, Cameron Munster, the other. So just kind of shows you where he's at in terms of his standing in the game. And his final five weeks of last year's season, they kind of had to see, be seen to be believed. He averaged an incredible 112 points per game in that period, including a massive 203-point effort against the Roosters in Round 20, the highest ever score recorded in Supercoach. Of course, we're not expecting these numbers to be uh, you know, a regular occurrence for Walker this year, but there's no reason why he can't continue to put up numbers uh, greater than 65 or 70 points per game. So an absolute must-have if you're playing the Rabbitohs this year. Damian Cook would be another one in that list, $621,000. You can't have them all. So pick one. If you're picking one or the other, geez, it's hard to, it's hard to know. Anyway, but Damian Cook, $621,000. I think he's the second most owned hooker just behind Jacob Little as we record this this morning. 20% cent percent ownership for Damian Cook. Uh, to put that into perspective, uh, players either side. Jacob Little, 28 at about a third of the quote. 
and Harry Grant 22% uh, at a similar price. So shows you where Supercoach heads are at to start the new season. Damien Cook, just a tried and tested performer, uh, so good at what he does. And we all thought that he would be the main beneficiary of these rule changes to start uh, or to restart the 2020 campaign. Wasn't to be, but he came home with a very, very, very wet sail. And uh, we think that, um, you know, as long as Cameron Smith's future is still up in the air, uh, Harry Grant still, we don't know if he's going to play 80 minutes down there at the Storm. So Damian Cook probably, and I say probably with a little bit of an asterisk because anything can happen in this great game of ours, but probably is the most safest option at that number nine slot uh, to start the new year. Another interesting scenario down there at Redfern is how they use Jai Arrow, who comes to the club, and he's tipped to play in that number 13 role, which Cameron Murray has really made his own in the last couple of years. And uh, speaking of Cook just then, he's been the main beneficiary of Murray, that quick play the ball, finds his elbows, hands and knees, and just he's so quick at getting up off the ground. So definitely one to keep an eye on there in terms of Cameron Murray, and he is uh, a very, very expensive uh, price, $599,000. So you're playing in that premier range where... Again, either way, you can either probably sneak in a couple of thousand dollars here or there and an upgrade to a Madison or a Crichton, Tamalolo as well, or McInnes if you want to play him in your back row. So it's going to be tough to justify Cameron Murray, I think, for a lot of teams to start the new year. And taking a look at the ownership percentage in terms of those names you just mentioned, Cameron Murray just 8%, which is quite down, or quite significantly down on other types. Tamalolo, 45%. Big Tino! 43%. Jeez, that's quite high. Cheapies, Bloor and Ricky, 37 and 34 respectively. The Nuff, Ben Travojevic, will he get a game or not? 30%. James, Madison, again, around 27, 23% respectively. So Cameron Murray doesn't even feature here. I'm scrolling through. Probably not even in the top 20 most owned uh, 2RF options to start the new year. Cameron Murray. So definitely one to keep an eye on. It's funny, everyone I speak to, they really love Souths this year. They really think that they can go all the way or at least play in the grand final. But I look at my team and I look at a lot of other teams. It's just hard to justify a lot of their players being included in a classic lineup for round one. No doubt going to be very popular picks in draft competitions. I haven't even mentioned Adam Reynolds. Probably one of the better, more reliable, most consistent number sevens from a super coach perspective outside of Cleary and DCE. So... Jeez, um, you know, as I say there, it's hard to kind of justify them at the price in a lot of these classic slots. You probably think that Cody Walker or Cook would be the main priorities if you are going to play South Sydney Rabbitohs. We've got this side finishing in the top four, potentially even top two, depending on the form and fitness of the one, six, seven, and nine. Josh Mansour, again, we haven't even mentioned him yet, but his base numbers last year were just phenomenal. His output was superb. Probably looks like he has to play a right-edge role this year, so a little bit different to what we've come to know from Source throughout his career. But, geez, as we said at the top, there just seems to be a real sense of destiny, a sense of timing about this team. Can they go all the way in season 2021 and add premiership number 22? The Canberra Raiders uh, finished the season in fifth place at the end of 2020 regular season, and, of course, they eventually went down in a preliminary final loss to the Melbourne Storm. Never easy going to Suncorp. Never easy going to Suncorp to play the Melbourne Storm. They made a habit of winning up there last year, the eventual premiers. So uh, no shame in losing to a very good side, the Canberra Raiders, when they bowed out of the last year's competition. Let's have a look at their lineup here, and it is much the same, of course. They will uh, welcome back Jared Croker from injury after 
uh, the initial rounds of the 2021 season. Big change here is John Bateman departing the club and, the, of course, some question marks hanging around Corey Harawira Naira. What's to come of that situation? We will have to wait and see. He was a very popular pick with classic coaches and no doubt was on the radar of uh, draft coaches as well before the season uh, was getting underway. But, of course, off-field issues there. Uh, we'll wait to see how that all plays out. Burning question as well as how do they replace Bateman is can their captain, their inspirational number nine, Josh Hodgson, can he stay injury-free? He's just been crueled with injuries in the past couple of seasons. Uh, 2019 aside, of course, the grand final year. But he starts this year at a cut price, $374,000. Classic coaches, geez, if that doesn't make your ears prick, Josh Hodgson, that cheaper quote, then I don't know what will. Um, I'm going to say it's probably his cheapest price that he's ever been um, following his arrival to the NRL from the Super League a couple of years ago now. Can he stay injury-free? Has the game moved past Josh Hodgson? Have the Raiders moved past Josh Hodgson? It's a tough question to ask of the captain. But Tom Starling, wasn't he impressive last year? Really made a name for himself. I think the rule changes uh, that were brought in really suited the style of Starling and of Havili in that middle third. Just quick, you know, grab-and-go um, you know, eyes up footy players, I hate to use that term, but very much like a, a cut price Damian Cook or a Damian Cook 2.0, Tom Starling, and that's a very big wrap. $539,000 he will start the new season at. I dare say he won't be in a lot of teams to start the new year, but if that price fluctuates either one way or another, it means he's either playing very, very good footy and he's a must-have or he hasn't gone through the best um, little period, but there is value about him and there is some upside in his game. So, uh, in terms of uh, Tom Starling, a wait and see there. In terms of Josh Hodgson, a wait and see there. How does that all play out? The, the rotation will be interesting to watch on uh, as the new season gets underway. Now, we did have here in our preview that Corey Harawira Naira was a must-have player, and he really was. He was a cut price, $302,000. We're not completely putting the red pen through his name just yet, but uh, of course, uh, some issues there off the field, and the integrity unit will have their say. When he comes back into the lineup, we don't know, but... Uh, in terms of looking at his averages from seasons gone by, 60 points per game in 2019 in the same role at the Bulldogs. So at that price, at 60 points per game, there was money to be made, and there very well still may be indeed with Corey Harawira Naira, as we say, very much a wait and see to start the new season. Jared Croker, we've got him down as a player, definitely worth a second thought at least. At that price, it's probably, you've got a little bit of room for growth there with Croker. Whether you want to burn a trade to get him in, after he comes back from injury, I don't know whether you start the season with him. Probably not. So again, worth a second thought, but definitely one to keep an eye on. And geez, if anyone listening to this has seen the photo of the Raiders boys with their shirts off uh, that was posted on the club's Instagram, a lot of the players shared it as well. But Curtis Scott, fuck me. Jesus, hasn't he fit? Curtis Scott, is he ready for the biggest year of his career? I think he is. I think if he can stay out of trouble and get his head right, and play good footy, he was one of the brightest talents coming through the Sharks' junior rep system. Jeez, when was it? Probably about 2016, 2015, 16, when he was at the Sharks. Absolutely incredible talent on his day, Curtis Scott. I think he's got the potential to be one of the real breakout players this year, if he can get his head right, if he can lock down a spot in this team, and if he can just play the footy that we all know that he can play. Curtis Scott, definitely one 
uh, worth a second thought this year. Draft players, if you can pick him up late in the rounds, far out, man. Like, you're going to go a long way, I think, if, uh, if again, if all of those factors come to be. A couple of ifs and buts there as well, though, with Curtis Scott off the field and uh, his place, his relationship with the Ricky and this team, all TBC, of course, but... Um, definitely not uh, out of sight, out of mind is Curtis Scott to start this year, especially when he's just flexing that uh, V-line and those eight-packs. Not even a six-pack, it's an eight-pack. He's got uh, very, very jealous, and I know that uh, super coaches, I don't know if that's the first thought when you see 20 blokes with their shirt off. And again, just keeping this uh, all above board. Uh, season predictions for the Raiders as we gibber on here. Uh, geez, it's going to be hard without Bateman. He's just... He just brought that mongrel, that aggression, that um, that no fuck around, that no nonsense style that uh, really typifies what um, you know playing footy in Wigan is all about. Of course, he's returned home to be with his family. The Raiders will have to fill the fill a very big void there. Not only his on field, but just his persona and his the uh, respect he commands in this lineup. Jack Whiten again. I don't think he's going to get any worse this year. The Dalian Player of the Year. Can he grow to another level? Geez, I think the sky's the limit for Jack if he can set his mind to anything. Um, you know, it's up to him what he wants to achieve this year. No reason why he can't go back-to-back Dalian medalist. George Williams, his second year in the NRL, I think he'll improve again. Probably took him a couple of rounds to adjust to the style. I want to say about, you know, between four to six or eight weeks before he kind of got acclimatised to what the NRL was all about. But once he uh, made his mark and made his name known, geez, uh, he really looked uh, right at home in that Canberra number seven. I think the Raiders have the potential to play top four footy again this year. Question marks again over, uh, I guess, the lineup to start the year and uh, off-field implications, what they will have on this team going forward. But all in all, a very solid lineup. Uh, you know, good players in key positions as well. A great coach in Ricky Stewart, a player or a coach that all the players really want to play for. So Josh Papali there as well. We haven't even mentioned Big Josh, Big Papa. Um, the Origin front rower, sporting a mullet. I don't know how long that's going to stick around for, but uh, Josh Papali, you know what you're going to get from the big fella. Just a solid work great. His minutes were slightly down last year, which is a little bit of a concern towards the back end of the year as he managed that ankle injury. But all in all, uh, you know what you're going to get from the Raiders, and I think that that bodes well in any uh, perspective in terms of uh, real-life NRL or indeed super coach. So the Raiders' top four footy is, uh, I guess, on the horizon. Top eight footy is an absolute must for this team, I think, this year. And anything less than that, you'd have to think, would be deemed as a failure by all involved. The Raiders, well, that brings their preview to a close. That brings our podcast to a close. But again, uh, big thanks for listening in. A big thanks for everyone who's been getting involved with us or getting in touch with us at our social medias and reading along at our website as well. Really appreciate the feedback. Really like uh, interacting with you guys and uh, encourage you to uh, continue to do so. Of course, uh, we did put out a classic league code. That's been... uh, filled up quite quickly so we will add uh, these as they come to be and as they come to get filled up we'll just keep adding more and more and really love uh, to have you guys playing alongside us this year Uh, again you can find us on uh, Facebook Twitter Instagram at supercoach365 or uh, give us a click on our website supercoach365.com.au stay tuned another big week coming up we're hoping to do some uh, collaborations with the SC Whisperer you would have seen him floating around if you haven't give him a follow geez he can produce some content this fella uh, does a great job of it knows his shit as well so uh, if you are involved in the Supercoach game or you do uh, need a little bit more help or you have some questions about your team do give him a follow at SC Whisperer 
That's all we have time for today, though. As we say, stay tuned. Uh, Coming up next on our podcast will be our final team-by-team previews. We're speaking of the top four teams. Of course, we go through the Sydney Roosters, the Parramatta Reels, the Melbourne Storm, and the Penrith Panthers. Can they go one better in 2021? Uh, Stay tuned, and you can hear all of our thoughts on that and so much more on the next edition of the Supercoach 365 podcast. It's been fun. Until next time, it's goodbye for now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.